Dear listeners, this is Alto Leaders Insight podcast. In this podcast series, Alto E's experts, partners, and researchers discuss topical issues related to leadership and organizations. What is important right now? What challenges lie ahead? What are the intriguing issues we should ref- reflect upon? My name is Riitta Lummet-Tuomala. Welcome. Our discussion in this episode will be around leadership, and particularly a framework Alto-E has created to present views on leadership, leaders, and organizations. In this episode, we will focus on the organization's point of view and take on the framework. I have the pleasure of having this conversation with two experts behind the framework and its philosophy. Welcome, Dr. Pekka Mattila, Managing Director of Aalto E and Professor of Practice, Aalto University School of Business. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. And Aalto E's Senior Advisor, Päivi Kastren. Päivi Kastren has over 30 years of extensive experience in human resources management and organizational development with global organizations such as Wärtsilä, Nokia PLC and Valmet Paper Machinery. She's a Master of Social Sciences in Psychology from the University of Helsinki. Welcome, Päivi. Thank you, Rita. So, it's nice to be here uh, discussing this framework, which is uh, a fascinating way to to introduce leadership and leadership development in organizations. And as I said, this in this episode, we are going to concentrate on the organizational point of view. So let's start with you, Pekka. Once again, what are the reasons behind the design of this framework? I think the discussion started about 1.5, two years ago, that um, at the Alto EE, we have a uh, solid frameworks for strategizing, we have solid frameworks for marketing, but we were lacking a solid framework for leadership. And I think this is the gap we wanted to address. How to bring together um, the different bits and parts of, of leadership and how we read it and understand it, not only from the individual's perspective, but also from the organization's perspective. What w- do we need to look at? And I think that was the starting point. I see. And and um, it's, it's quite clear that individual leaders uh, d- uh, benefit from it, the, the framework. We discussed that in the previous previous uh, episode of Alto Leaders Inside Podcasts. But how do you see organizations as such benefiting from it? I guess one thing is the starting point for the framework. Leadership should always be seen in its context. Definitely, yes. And we need to understand the context. And in, in in our case, we are actually starting with the design, the organizational design of the management framework. And then also we are looking at the people system, the social system, which is uh, highlighted by the culture. Uh, second, thirdly, it's about resilience. Then it's about learning. Uh, innovation and agility. Those are the different lenses we are using when looking at 
at the challenge of leadership. And as you said, Rita, it's always very contextual. So, so we need to take into account what are the growing pains or the declining pains of the organization at hands. And, and context all in all is extremely important. We have a lot of research and emp- empirical research on, on the fact that when the context changes from one organization to the other, the leader's behavior and results and impact change a lot. So there's a lot to uh, many, many components of, of context that impact the leader's performance, right? There is lots of unpacking to be done. And also uh, there are limits to how transferable certain leadership skills are. Exactly. My my point exactly. There's there's a, a, a lot of a lot of research showing that that it's not transferable. This we need to to bear in mind. Strategy, of course, being a um, essential part of of context as well. But we'll certainly come back to that. So, Baivi. We, uh, I first ask you, based on your extensive experience in working with and in big corporation and other types of organizations, uh, how, in your opinion, this framework could support the leadership development in them? Well, first of all, in this framework, the holistic approach is the kind of the, the main or key benefit of the whole framework. And, and the frameworks as a platform, kind of platform for the analysis, identification, uh, for the development actions and development needs for the company. You mentioned the context. Of course, you need to understand in what kind of business you are in. What is your kind of the evolution history so far? And, and at the same time, maybe, uh, one thing is in this framework before going to the corporations is the benefit is also that way that we try to make it that way that it's sustainable in a way that it's not maybe that kind of the easily changing kind of the uh, what is the kind of year we are living in and what kind of market area we are kind of the operating in. So it's good to remember that it's a frame. Uh, but it helps companies also, in my mind, to kind of the, analyze where are the needs in their context, what is the kind of the challenges or ambition level coming from the strategy, and what is the leadership development need uh, in order to support and, and eventually actually kind of the build the capabilities in the company, i.e. is it culture or is it innovation we are boosting. So the the uh, that's that's one main benefit and maybe as a kind of the additional comment because in the history uh, leadership development was was quite often too separate from the context it was kind of the in a way uh, kind of the building people competencies without the con- connection to the company purpose or ambition level or set targets and if Pavi, thanks very important points if i may build on that Yes, please. Um, I, I think what is really important is that we were able to shun away from the favors of the months because the vocabulary keeps on changing and there are always these so-called hot topics. But building something that is sustainable over longer periods of time was actually one of the guiding principles when doing this. Exactly. 
the the kind of tradition or maybe that's too strong a word uh, in in companies for a long time was to build capabilities and, and competencies separate from the the strategy for example and what I liked particularly and I would like to hear from both of you when you said that the ambition level how do you see the ambition level kind of reflected in leadership development and in organizational cultures for example because I think that's very important well the ambition level I I can refer more to the the ambition kind of the concern in the strategy are you in the kind of the in the growth mode or are you in total turnaround mode so what is the kind of ambition or set targets for a bit little bit longer term and what is then the essential concern in the leadership in the company how you can kind of support the strategy execution and also the the if you go to the sense making kind of the as a skill for example the the for the whole organization in order to achieve higher performance or or the kind of set targets and to build on that i think actually um more and more companies and corporations have realized that they are not only operating in one marketplace, marketplace of customers, but they are also operating in a marketplace of, of doers and, and, and sh- makers. And, um, and I think the expectations in regards to leadership and what is the quality, what is the, what is the leadership contribution? How is the leadership as a service within your company actually i think those expectations have been increasing rapidly over over a long period of time and uh, this is why i think we need to put the leadership into a context into the business context but also we i think need to raise the bar yeah and as you said it's kind of the service and resource at the same time and through excellent leadership you can build the kind of the more sustainable capability in the company in my mind it's somehow kind of the both horizontal and vertical in a way so that leadership happens in any action what you do more or less So it's it's not kind of the that what I mean, but not separate that the people leadership is something different than the business leadership. We should have the connection points in there, because when leading people and an organization or business, it's the same kind of the uh, group of people doing that. So it's it, there's no separate roles for leading people or leading business. Uh, it is a really important point, and I think it's remarkable that nowadays we are able to see that there is not only leaders coming from top, but there is also leaders coming from below. So leadership is not necessarily connected with your job title. It's 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 about it's about the situations, how you address them. Yes. So once again context contextual. Um I was thinking about uh, I, I need to stay for for a while in um, in the context. So um, as you said, Becca, nowadays the context is not only the industry you are in, or not even the the next industry. You know, one of your partners, but the the, the context of or a marketplace of of uh, doers and makers. So. Uh, So the 
the the sense making and interpretation of the organization as a skill as well is very important because the context has in my opinion i don't know if you agree has expanded so much that you have to understand so so many other contexts than than before so do you see this evolution happening in in organizations I would like to say that it's done better today than than previously, and of course it's more important because the the more and more companies from the start, the startup or the corporate organization, can only operate globally. So it, it, in a way, it's it's kind of the it's a must to understand the kind of the, the the external world in a way because it's not only inside matter it's very much kind of interaction to the marketplace to the customer like Becca said and and so in a way the view should be also from outside in not only kind of the inside out in a way so the, the that's that kind of understanding is kind of the more and more present when kind of thinking about the kind of development actions or putting strategies in place. Very much agree. Um, and I think actually in the not so good old days, it was quite enough that your company, your business was being approved by the owners and the customers. Yes. And that's it. Uh, at the moment, there is the marketplace of best employees, best team members, but there is also the marketplace of reputation, for example. How sustainable, how legitimate your businesses and I, I think that is that has been actually a great revelation for many corporate leaders that it's not only the shareholder value or the customer value but actually we need to be very much approved by many other stakeholders as well I liked very much the the marketplace of of employees and the marketplace of reputation because actually we are talking about exactly that in in your remark as well. So so the leadership which should happen all over the the organization is very much present in the marketplace of employees and maybe also uh, one of the reasons behind leaving companies and bad leadership because people leave companies if they don't feel appreciated, if they don't actually understand what the purpose of it is. And that, of course, is one of the tasks of leadership to explain. Yeah, coming back to this framework, for example, the uh, leadership is building the culture. It's building the way of working. It's building how people are treated and how the uh, really kind of that uh, people are... See the visible behaviors in leadership. That that's building the kind of the culture is there, but you can kind of also build the culture through leadership actions and and good leadership. And once again, coming back to one of your your points, Becca, there's a lot of unpacking to do. Unpacking, and after the unpacking, the sense making and interpretation. What does this mean to us? And. Uh, Indeed, and uh, I, I actually believe that that leadership is not only about this kind of technical performance that that you need to tick the boxes and and uh, and you have a checklist that you have done this. It's it's lots more about your ethical compass, about your values, what you stand for, and what does the company stand for. And this is actually where I sometimes see a gap that the things we speak about are not 
the things we enact upon, or the things we live up to. We were talking about uh, how to how to support leadership development in in organizations with this framework. So, is there a change you see um, in in what organizations expect from leadership development investments? Yeah, we maybe come to the uh, concept of the or this umbrella theme of leading with impact. Yes. So they would have to be the guiding principle for us also when kind of putting this kind of framework in place. And uh, first of all, when companies invest on leadership development, there is always a desired outcome or targeted outcome for the investment. And and typically, of course, we want to strengthen, first of all, the leadership competencies, but also maybe have see the change in the behaviors, in the leadership behaviors, and how we impact then to the organization. And that can support, it can be transformation challenge, it can be growth challenge, it can be just kind of the elevating the kind of the quality of leadership in the company. And that is a core in my mind, this kind of leading with impact, because we, you make impact even that kind of the, when there's maybe missing leadership or poor leadership, that makes an impact without kind of the, and unfortunately then it's in one mind negative impact, but in a way it's always there. What I think that adds value is that having some kind of framework helps us to focus when discussing this because it's not always easy to to describe leaders or it's it's not always easy to to have bullet points about what your actual goals are and what your actual objectives are and um, when you look at every or any large corporation i think what we are seeing is that sometimes we have these white elephants uh we have these topics not being spoken about, not being mentioned, but still there is this challenge and uh, how to make it so that you can address that in a constructive manner. I, I think that is what is needed because leadership is its very clear. It's, it's part of our everyday life, yet it is quite ambiguous in many ways. So it is true that that leading with impact is is the ultimate goal but as you said of course there's all kinds of impact and it can be can be uh challenging and and difficult as well so um one thing that comes to my mind is that the the self-awareness of the the leader because if you don't know yourself then the impact you make might be totally unknown as well. Yeah, it's totally true. And and at the same, that's also built in kind of in this framework in my mind, of course, maybe not visible in a way, but the, the if you think about that, it serves both the company context and point of view, but also the individual leader's perspective and and this this kind of building and, and kind of the... Uh, your own competencies and skills, but at the same time also the uh, seeing where your strengths are in a way, kind of the reflecting back to this frame 
and what are the core elements to be the good leader or the excellent leader so you can grow against the kind of the targets in a way and i believe that the the understanding and realizing kind of the how the others perceive you yeah. is one and feedback kind of mechanism are the key elements for you to learn yeah. from that couldn't agree more um self-awareness is only a starting point okay. if it's not translated into something that other people are also perceiving. Yes. And sometimes you see great gaps here. People focus on the self-awareness because it's fun. Because what is the most in- interesting topic to us? It's ourselves. everything about ourselves. And uh, and how does how is it being translated into certain type of performance? But also Uh, going back to the context, leading in a context, leading in in as, as a member of a large organization, it's not only about your individual stellar performance. It should also be part of this kind of signature way of dealing with 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 people and 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 driving the the, the vision that is part of that the. the, the in a way, the manuscript of your organization. And I think uh, we need more musicians in an orchestra instead of individual soloists. Very true, because that it's easy to say that we want to we want leaders with impact, but it can it can stop their cultural issue, leadership issue and, and the manuscript of the organization i like that very much uh, if i may comment that also in a way that it's it's not it's always happening in the interaction yeah. it's not a standalone yeah. activity in a way and then we can all the or one way action is happening in the interaction and there we come back to the the context it it may be the the what kind of the personnel and people you have in your teams and and what is the kind of the culture in the organization so it it, it goes back and forth in a good way with with the context and the organizational capability and boiling down to the individual skills Päivi, you have um, extensive experience in different people functions, i.e. Uh, HR. How do you see HR's role within this framework? Well, uh, starting from, as I said before, this fr- framework works as a platform or guiding map, in a way, the kind of the uh, principles for development work. And HR as a fu- function is most often responsible for developing learning solutions, concerning uh, leader development and other other areas, of course, for the company, both in-house solutions and also with the partners like Aldo EE, kind of the uh, build, building them. And when building learning solutions and paths or curriculums, like I see them quite often for leadership, this framework can help to build the content for these kind of the solutions for different target groups. Uh, Uh, and it works from both company perspective and from individual perspective, as I said already before. And in in this sense, maybe the uh, HR or the people organization is the expert organization, but at the same time can be the sense maker, kind of the for the for the others in a way how to kind of connect and have the context kind of taken into account because they should be knowing their companies, business they are in. So the building the and preaching these things 
between the kind of the leadership development and the, the company kind of the purpose and, and strategy. Thank you. Becca, your comments. To be honest, I think um, the role of HR has been changing drastically. And um, I, I think actually it could take an even more strategic role if actually it would be in a better position to demonstrate the, the impact in, in terms of numbers also. How do we add value? How does leaders add value and so on? So I, I think actually my own background comes from marketing. And I think actually both of these functions and processes have had the same challenges that how to become a driving force for the whole organization. And I think this is a great opportunity for HR functions, processes, and beyond that. And the more knowledge intensive our future is, the greater role HR can play. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And once again, we come back to the benefits of using this framework as a as a guiding uh, guiding star in a way and, and come back to the organizational culture and and things like that. So um, where do you see the ownership of, if we talk about leadership development programs, where in the organization is the ownership of those programs? Does it depend on the organization? Does it depend on the program? I know this is an eternal question in a way. Well, if if I kind of the uh, start with from the company point of view or corporate point of view, based on my experience, I I think the ownership should be on the top of the the top leadership of the company, uh, and not delegated one function. Of course, then you need to understand who is kind of the actually driving that kind of forward, facilitating the development in a way. So the design for this development access is quite often then kind of the the uh, people organization or HR but the people strategy in the company, but the ownership is on the top. It, you can't delegate the ownership or responsibility. To put it differently, I think the ownership is, must be collective at, at the top management and the wider the support, the more sustainable, the more uh, it will be and the more longevity it will have because it's it, the, the, your, your leadership style as a corporation shouldn't change every time one leader comes in or steps out or so. But um, on top of the ownership, we need effective management and we need the management. And that is something that quite, quite natural goes to HR that you need to have, um, you have an owner, but then you need to have an, a real estate manager in a way. Like if you think about tangible assets and I think both of these roles are needed equally. Good. And the the last question to to both of you, maybe by you start. What are your main takeaways from this leadership frame, and can you see it developing with time and experience in using it in organizations? Well, my main takeaway is is this holistic approach, what I mentioned in the beginning, and which is serving both the company perspective and the individual leaders' perspective. Uh, 
at the same time, it's clear that we are n- not covering everything with this framework, i.e. there may be the, kind of the themes or missing missing kind of the concepts some, some people kind of the, would like to see in there. Uh, but quite often those kind of areas like sustainability, digitalization, quality, they are in my mind embedded in this framework. If you take the kind of resilience, you need to have the kind of quality sustainability embedded in there, in my mind. And, and quite often these kind of the bits and pieces where people would like to maybe add to this kind of the frame, they are strategic questions. It's about the growth, is it about the kind of turnaround as mentioned before? And and this que- these questions should be more developed in the content of the solution, i.e. what is the es- essence for us, from my company, from my business, or to my, my kind of the leadership uh, development needs. And as I said earlier, that the, the strengthening leadership competence is actually building the, the capability, building blocks kind of the, for the company. I personally hope that the frame is kept simple. Of course, it will evolve kind of the, the in time, uh, with time. But it's good to remember that this is a framework which gives the guidance to build the concrete solutions for the companies or individuals to grow. Yes, very much agree. And I think uh, something that adds value in this frame is that it's honestly about soft skills and soft power. And uh, I think when being put into a context, when spiced up with content, uh, suddenly we re- we easily realize that soft becomes quite hard. And that explains the whole difference between the most prosperous of organizations and their less prosperous um, benchmarks. Both. This has been very, very interesting, and uh, I, I think I could put it together in brief that this really the the framework framework is built to to guide organizations to understand what leadership at the organizational level at at the individual level is all about and how to make leadership sustainable. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure to have you in this podcast. Thank you, Rita. Thank you, Pavi. My pleasure.